Hey guys, it's uh, Tuesday evening here. Just wanted to follow up on an earlier episode about cold outbound. Um, so to recap, I work in customer success. I have found that there's a lot of cu- customer success platforms to help on the metric side of things. So tracking and monitoring health and adoption of the product. Uh, but there's very few that really help you um, kind of organize all of the information that you're collecting in monthly business reviews or quarterly business reviews or just training sessions in general and, and kind of, you know, find similarities across accounts that you can then share with product teams of, you know, like, hey, th- these many people are affected by this problem. And then if something is, you know, built and pushed to production, figuring out like what is the list of customers that this will most impact. Um, I felt like that type of organization of notes has been lacking in the marketplace. So I've just on the side, and this is the side project that I've been working on is, is building a way to take notes, collect insights on a given note, organize those insights into different categories and then being able to search across all notes at any given time and, and kind of also, you know, get a history of all your meetings that you've done and all the work that you've done with an account. So then when it comes to renewal time, we'll generate this nice little report that can kind of show people, hey, this is what we've done over the past year or six months or whatever your contract length is. Um, so that's kind of the side project that I've been working on. And I talked about doing some cold outbound. Um, cold outbound was fantastic. So my read rates were 80%. I started off with just 10 individuals that I sent this to, cause I wanted to test the subject line first, got 80 or eight people to, to read that. And then got one response within 24 hours. It, it was actually like 12 hours that I got a response and he looped in one of his coworkers. And so we're scheduling some time to talk, about the issue and I'm I'm going to do some follow up tonight but I thought it was really cool that you know I'm starting to do a little bit of outreach to make sure you know maybe I'm not the only one that's doing this and maybe I shouldn't build it just for myself I should build it for myself and others um and so this outbound is going to help me kind of network with other people in my field and see if this is a bigger problem and plus it like it helps me practice a little bit of cold outbound. So I I was very pleased with how that looks. So I'm doing some follow-up tonight. That follow-up is just kind of reassuring people like, hey, just I'm not here to sell you anything. Uh, I really just kind of want to get feedback and, and learn from your experience. Because that is ultimately what I'm trying to do is, again, I want to see if it aligns. Maybe I'm the only one. Um, so be it. But if there is significant you know, information that says like, Hey, I'm not the only one that struggles with this. Then cool. I might have a side gig that's producing, producing money, which is okay. It's never been the ultimate goal. Uh, but so yeah, cold outbound going well. I think I will tweak the paragraph in the first outbound. Um, so I've been reading a book by Jason Limkin. Um, I think it's called impossible to inevitable. And in his, the early part of his book, he talks about what you should do in a cold outbound and what that first paragraph should be. And it's like, 
highlighting who it's for, what problem you're solving, and how you solve it in just like one paragraph, and then the ask of you know ten fifteen minutes to sync and kind of figure out if there's something that aligns. Um, so I use that, but I'm wondering if I should change it up a little bit because I'm saying like, hey, I'm building something to kind of solve this. Curious if you have it. I'm wondering if I should do it more nonchalantly of like, hey, I'm trying to expand my network and, f- and learning from others and how people solve this issue. Curious if you have, you know, five to 10 minutes to help me out. Um, so yeah, I think I'm going to change it up. I have 10 more that I'm probably going to send out tonight as well with my follow-ups and we'll see what happens. So stay tuned for that. Um, Oh, hey, uh, another thing that was coming to my mind. So today was a little bit of a rough day, especially towards the end. I was doing some training, and I messed up a little bit. And uh, in terms of messed up, like I said, a couple things that weren't true, but were easily, like, fix. We could easily fix them via an email. Uh, afterwards, they weren't, like, mission critical type things. And then one of my team members kind of jumped in. And corrected me which is which is fine but but kind of got me off to a rocky start and then I I just I crumbled at the end of that training so trying to I've been doing some reflection on that trying to trying to think back on that but one piece of advice that I've always had from a couple of my my close mentors I guess in terms of like anytime you're meeting with a customer or you're like on site with somebody or or whatever it might be um and somebody on your team is talking with them this could be sales this could be product this could be customer success this could be engineering this could be the founders it doesn't really matter who it is um if somebody says something incorrectly one thing that i've learned and i've been told is to just like let that ride don't interject don't you know, jump in on your team member um, and then just like jot a note down like, hey, we need to follow up and, and fix that. Because what happens is the team sitting in there at that time is like, well, do these guys actually know what they're doing at the time when there's interjections? And then they start questioning everybody that's in the room besides maybe that that one salesperson and it totally derails everything for multiple weeks to get the relationships aligned with who needs to have those relationships. And it also puts like, again, doubt into the mind of these guys actually know what they're doing. So my recommendation is if you ever run into this in your meetings, uh, I would just take a note. Don't try to correct the person that said it. And then at the end be like, Hey, we need to follow up because we misstate a couple things in this area. Um, and that's totally fine, right? Like, you get back to the office and and you send the note like, hey, hey, Nick, uh, totally didn't realize that this is currently available. Here's how you do it. Or, hey, just want to let you know that I, I looked into this because at the time when I said it, it didn't feel right. And now getting back, digging into it and talking about the team, this is actually how you solve it. So basically, you can admit to, you know, everybody Everybody makes sense, mistakes and on the spot, like sometimes you might get things messed up. And I think that's 
totally fine. Like I never discount anybody who kind of stumbles a little bit like that, but as long as they fix it, like that's the ultimate thing, right? So, um, that's the only thing I would recommend, but I'd also like to hear what, what you guys think as well on that topic. Do you, do you feel like it's good to interject in that moment and kind of, uh, you know, talk or fix the issue right in that meeting? Or is it better to just let it ride and and then fix it afterwards? Or is there a combination of something in, in the middle? Um, curious what you guys do and, and what you guys think about this. All right. Uh, again, feel free to head on over to Anchor. Uh, Anchor.fm slash Nick Boffman. N-I-C-B-A-U-G-H-M-A-N. Um, if you download the app and listen to this, I guess, I guess technically it's a podcast, but really it's just a voice memo almost. Um, if you listen to this and you want to ask questions, there's a feature on that app that lets you actually dial in directly to me. I get those, um, and then I can answer them live on the next cast. Uh, thanks guys. See you tomorrow.